0: Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, JonesWalker.com. And by 3-Roll Estate Craft Rum Distillery, crafting premium rum from their own Louisiana sugarcane, 3-Roll is cane to glass. From Tula Tacos and Amigos in downtown Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Christian Mader, publisher and editor of The Current. It's business
1: Acadiana style. Welcome to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mader. What do you actually want to be in your life? That's an easy question to answer as a teenager. For me, it was Paul McCartney, but that didn't really work out. As an adult, it's not so easy, especially if you're navigating trauma or hardship. Purpose might be the last thing on your mind, but purpose might be the thing you need most. That's my guest, Candace Batiste's theory anyway. By day, Candace is a school psychologist in St. Martin Parish, but a lot more people know her as an author and podcast host. Candace went through a tough breakup herself and found purpose of her own, helping others put the pieces back together and get right with God. Her podcast, Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose, helps listeners heal by finding strength from within. Candace wrote a book with the same name that tracks with the podcast. It's a 365-day devotional, walking listeners through the post-breakup journey with prayer. Candace Batiste, welcome to Out to Lunch.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah.
1: Sometimes your purpose is right in front of you. In Danielle Watkins' case, it was her son Logan who has spina bifida. Danielle has been an accountant for 20 years, but in 2007 she founded Dreams Foundation of Acadiana. Dreams was the first organization of its kind in the area. It focuses on disability rights and inclusion, and the concept came from Logan. He asked a simple question, Mom, when can I play basketball? And it struck Danielle that there wasn't any good reason that he shouldn't, so she organized activities for Logan's and kids just like him dreams has since grown to serve around 700 people from ages 5 to 60 and it preaches self-reliance today danielle has a 21 people employed in a manufacturing facility that produces cane river meat pies danielle was born in brobridge now lives in lafayette danielle watkins welcome to out the lunch
3: thank you for inviting
1: yeah so candace i gotta say you've got a bit of a niche market which is christian women going through a breakup so have you found it difficult to find an audience for the book I mean how do you get out and do that
2: <laughs> well it has been somewhat difficult you know when you know people they're like yeah you know what do you know yeah. <laughs> but, so it's like trying to find the people out there who don't really know me yeah. but I have to say it's grown pretty quickly um, I started the podcast in May and I have over 3,000 downloads right now so you know not crazy big but for me I think it's a good success <laughs> so far
1: sure I mean it, how are people finding it mostly do you find like is it that you're you know putting it on a message board somehow I mean how are people finding you
2: I, p- I posted a lot on my social media platforms um, but also I think it has a lot to do with uh, keywords that people are actually searching for this okay. so um, I, I noticed during a time period that I had a YouTube channel that wasn't really doing well but yeah. there was this one specific video that I had which was a prayer for a broken heart that people were that had like it was getting to a point where it was getting like a thousand downloads a week and it just kept going and going. And so God was showing me like, people are looking for this. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I took that direction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Danielle, um, you know, you guys decided to get into food manufacturing, um, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, like, Food manufacturing is a difficult industry, right? I mean, it takes a lot of startup costs, this kind of thing. And But you also settled on you know, a space that's pretty well cornered, right? I mean, the, 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 the meat pie market is mostly known to be cornered by Natchitoches. So why did you guys decide to start with meat pies?
3: It wasn't uh, in the grand scheme of things. It just kind of came out through a board meeting. I had a board member say, hey, you can make some meat pies. I have somebody who wants to get out of the business, and it's available. And so we checked it out, and uh, we followed the path, and here we are today. It's kind of a crazy story.
1: So, so you had no prior experience in meat pies?
3: No prior experience in cooking. I cook once a year, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who's actually making the pies? Like, where did the recipe come
3: from? So it's an old Natchitoches recipe. It's not the Natchitoches, the, the big company, but it is a, a some, some along the way there was a family that split, and they each took their own recipe, mm-hmm. and so we have that recipe, but we have... Kind of changed that recipe to a Cajun recipe with a lot of spice, Cajun mm-hmm. spices in it, and then have 12 different varieties, including chicken alfredo, pulled pork, ch- uh, boudin, spicy cheese. Okay. So there's a lot of different varieties that we've added for it to make it a Cajun flavor, and my brother, who used to be a chef, stepped in and took over thank god because i was kind of lost
1: yeah so candace you mentioned a second ago you know that the way folks were kind of starting to find you was it sounded like search engine optimization (laughs) right it's the term they would put out in in, in marketing right so to some extent you know it's uh, divine providence to some extent it's google's algorithm but um so i mean what was it that people were searching for i mean was it that people were searching the words like I'm looking for, you know, prayerful guidance. I mean, was it something that simple? I mean, I think sometimes SEO can be mysterious. Yeah. (laughs) You can try to like distill that a little bit.
2: Well, what I noticed on YouTube was people were really searching prayer for broken heart prayer for, um, you know, heartbreak prayer mm. for, uh, breakups, things like that. that's uh, what I noticed. And so I have like a Facebook group now. And so like, I try to drive people from the podcast to the Facebook group and it's like, they're coming in and those are the terms that they're kind of using as they answer questions. You know, I have questions that they answer before they get in. And I'm just noticing that, you know, they're listening to their stories. It's it's heartbreaking for me to listen because I'm like, i I like know i've been there and i know what it feels like and so i hurt for the women who are going through it right sure. now so um but yeah those are the things that they're actually typing into their search engine you know yeah
1: wow i mean uh, danielle i guess th- that kind of leads me to this question for you but
3: i mean how are folks actually finding the meat pies are they googling meat pie yeah, uh, it, it's interesting because you think it's, oh, such a cool story because special needs people make it. Well, they may buy it once because the special needs people make it, but it's got to be good or they're not coming back. That's fair. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the guy who got me into it tried to explain it to him. I'm like, ah, they're just going to come. They're going to love our story. He's like, yeah, they will. But it's only <laughs> going to go so far. And was he so right? Yeah. So, but the pies are good, and so once they hear the story and that the pies are good, that's what that's what brings them back. Yeah. Again and again and again.
1: So, so you 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 guys are you got a food truck, right? So it's not even just that like you're you know making them in a facility and then sticking them in a gas station. A lot of people think of the meat pie thing. I mean, like, and it, it's a gas right. station food. It's like one of the best gas station foods there are, right? So, but you guys are actually using a food truck. So how do you decide where the food
3: truck goes? Right, so we like to bring it to. We we are very much of a family type organization. So we love to bring it to a business, and they feed their all of their employees. We did it yesterday. It was a great camaraderie. Our kids are feeding, handing out the the food to the individuals that are working there. They're getting a break. They're coming to talk to us. So it's just really a good community service that we're providing. In, on top of a great product. Yeah. We're also in 12 local stores where you can buy them and bake them your, yourselves. Yeah. So, And that was simply as bringing them in, letting them, trying them, and they're good. Yeah. But, you know.
1: So, um, Candace, I mean, you're building a community of your own here, right? I mean, it's kind of like connected around both, it sounds like, you know, devotional, you know, people in prayerful relationships, um, people that come out of broken relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, you know, are you finding that folks, you know, maybe when they find that next step, do they move on or do they stick with the community?
2: Uh, so far, you know, like I said, we haven't been out that long, but so far they're really sticking sticking with it, I feel. Um you know people are you know they commenting and and people are actually reaching out some people you know let me know like wow this really helped me this really spoke to me I'm in this place I got lots of reviews with people are letting me know how the podcast is impacting them and you know how the community is helping them so I you know I think they're sticking with it I think I, I'm hoping what I hope for it is that when people do actually find their way out that they're able to pour into the next batch of women, so to speak, that come in with the same issue. I kind of want it to be communal where I'm not the only person that's pouring in, but that everyone feels they have a voice to speak about their own experience. Yeah. I mean,
1: I mean, obviously this seems mission driven, purpose driven for you, but I mean, have you considered that it could be, you know, profitable? I mean, people start podcasts all the time you get an audience, you throw some ads on there. I mean, is that where you're trying to get?
2: Uh, not not that I thought of so far, you know, um, the, as far as um, the profit part of it, you know, the book, of course, is one thing. Uh, I feel like, you know, ministry is just the podcast because that's what I want to give away. But, um, you know, the book was definitely something I thought thought about for profit. But also, you know, I think I'm going to, I think I'm being led into the direction of coaching at some point, um, yeah. kind of being the heartbreak coach, maybe. <laughs> something. Like so, uh, yeah, so maybe that's another avenue, but I'm not there yet but I'm I'm definitely up for putting some ads out if okay. that, if it goes there
1: okay well I mean look we've got an audience here maybe somebody's out there listening and they know you know they, they, they they've got an idea that they want to sell to people going through heartbreak and they, they know where the person to go to Danielle I mean is it important that the truck turn a profit you guys obviously it's associated with a nonprofit I, I like I've run a nonprofit myself people often confuse the idea that nonprofit means you're not supposed to make a profit that's not quite right right but so it's still got to run a business. I mean, how does that work out for y'all?
3: Yeah, so we're actually not making a profit. We're taking um, donations and putting it in there for right now. We hope to make a profit, but really break even is where we want it. The The whole reason for the factory is to give those individuals a purpose. And, yeah. boy, they are chest pumped when they hand out a pie yeah. that they've made. It's a, it's a great feeling to watch them smile and be so proud that they've made those meat pies, which is such a simple thing. Sure. But their parents never thought they would have a real job. And it is a real job. You can't call in sick just because you don't want to work. You know, we, we try to count, hold them accountable. Sure. And I mean, it
1: sounds like they're employees. Like, they're getting paid.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely they're getting paid. And they may they may work once a week and they have $19 on that paycheck. But, mm-hmm. boy, that $19 means the world to them. Sure. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, what's the, you know, the environment like? I mean, you've got... 21 employees I mean you're talking about it kind of as a factory I mean talk to me a little bit about your
3: setup I'm curious to hear more right about that. so we have a thousand square foot factory which three-fourths of it is a 14 foot freezer yeah so we only have three that work at a time yeah. they work for three hours um, and at the end of that three hours you'd award, swore that they worked a week um, and they're, they're, But they're emulating what their parents do, oh, I gotta go rest, I've been working my, been working my <laughs> tail off right here. So, you know, and it just makes you laugh, but also they are feeling like part of, quote, normalcy, which what's normal these days, there is no normal. But what they perceive to be normal, they become normal because they all know that they're not abnormal, but different, they have different abilities. And we embrace that, but they struggle with accepting where they are. But it helps them to accept and know that, hey, I can still be productive part of the society.
1: Sure. I mean, and have you at this point found that they've, has anybody taken that and gone to work somewhere else? I mean, is that part of the strategy that maybe they would, you know, if, if, if opportunity arose that they might would find another job? Or is the idea that this would be the job?
3: Right. You know? uh, we've had two of them that have actually uh, gone on to new jobs. Cool. So uh, most of them, it's about what they could do, yes. but there are some looking, and I hope they do, you know, so we can bring other ones in, because we're at capacity. We can't accept any any new employees. We do have a list, yeah. right, that, that want to come work, and we're hoping to one day have that Dreams uh, Cafe Bistro. Wow. You know, maybe, but first we've got to get this under control, you know, get it making, at least breaking even. You're listening to
1: Out to Lunch, I'm Christian Mader. I'm talking with Danielle Watkins, the Dreams Foundation of Acadiana, and podcast host, Candace Batis. Candace, we mentioned that you're you're publishing a book. So, so are you self-publishing? Are you working with a publisher?
2: Uh, I'm kind of doing a hybrid. So it's a it's a publisher, but she's helping me to self-publish. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that has definitely been quite the journey to yeah. get through all of the editing because the book um, is very large, it's 365 Uh, Days and it is two pages a day. So it's over 700 pages. (laughs) It's very Bible-like, um, sure. <laughs> but I, I, I don't want people to be intimidated by it because it's only two pages a day. It's yeah. supposed to take you through the entire year. So don't look at this like, oh, I have to sit down and read this massive book. Yeah. It's two pages a day. And to be honest with you, like that's how I got through writing it. It was two devotionals a day. Yeah. So I wrote it like in a course of seven months and uh, two a day. Of course, I had to skip a day here and there. I had a, a one-year-old at the time oh, wow.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and I wrote it in 2020 uh, so during COVID time but so before I'd get up and start my day with her I would take two two a day start writing two a day before you get up and yeah you know. could, could you
1: just run down for us like what exactly is a devotional for somebody who may not kind of be familiar with that term
2: yeah so it's formatted um where you get like a scripture It starts with the scripture and then basically like I expound on the scripture based on my experience and what I've gone through and then kind of walk you through like maybe like a tip or a step of what you can do in this specific area based on that scripture. And then I give a declaration at the end. So something like an affirmation, some people call it. Just something that you repeat uh, to encourage yourself and to, you know, help you uh, in this time of need. And so the book is separated actually into like six different parts. And so the first part is actually like dealing with the hurt. So you get two full months, like 60 days worth of just dealing with the hurt. And that's where we start. I
1: mean, is there a lot of scripture about breakups?
2: (laughs) So it may not say breakup, right? But it's a lot of scripture, just about encourage, just a lot of things about encouragement. Um, There's a lot about uh, people who actually experience just hurtful things in the Bible, um, so it's a lot of that. Just a lot of things about dealing with anger and forgiveness and bitterness and all kinds of things like that. People, things that people don't even know that are in the Bible. I said like the Bible's the best book ever written because there's so many stories that people don't even realize it's there. Yeah. And so, you know, I just took from all of that. You know, I've I've actually gone through reading the Bible, the entire thing, a couple of times. Um, so like you know, and every time something new stands out to me, and so uh, yeah, that's kind of what I, you know, kind of took it from there. Sure.
1: You know, Danielle, it struck me that that um, you know, dreams was kind of a first of its kind of kind of organization in terms of like I think what people generally know about it as an organization, you know, providing recreational activities. I mean, you know, um, early on, finding ways for people to get out and do stuff, right? You talk a lot about what is normal, what could normal behavior be, but what was happening before y'all came around? I mean, it, 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 candidly, it seems like a fairly common sense idea, right? So, so why, what, what changed?
3: Well, it, when you have a child with special needs or any kind of difficult situation, you have to accept. And until you accept, you're in a really bad place, right? So once you accept, when do you start not accepting and can be the change? So when Logan asked, when am I going to play, it stopped us in our tracks because we were accepting he wasn't going to walk. We were accepting he had a learning disability. We were accepting, we were accepting. He's like, whoa, why are we accepting all of these things? And it stopped us in our tracks, and we were like, he's right. He can he can do these things just in a different way. And it kind of showed us. And so we still didn't know how it was going to be. But calling a few people, we were able to play with Lafayette Little League first game of – Baseball, it was like the World Series, 50 kids out there playing baseball in their own way, running bases backwards, whatever. It didn't really matter. They were having a ball, you know? And so then we get in the car, next thing he asks, when are we going to play basketball? I'm like, oh my goodness. So, but he was right. Why shouldn't he be able to do what any typical kid can do with all of the camaraderie that comes with it? Now, he just wanted the girls seeing him go around the bases. That's what we learned later but because he is not an athlete at all bit. and now he's on he's in theater <laughs> okay and we have it and he was in cyt for 20 uh 10 years and was in 17 plays they found a place for him in every one of them and then now we have a little Dreams theater we just did our first soup opera which is basically they were on theater so it was a dinner theater yeah. we had 60 people come and they they just knew there were the stars and they were you know it was their own it would always be a comedy yeah <laughs> This is a comedy heiress, but everybody had a great time, and they get to show their talents. Yeah.
1: It it sounds like it it must have been a lot to learn how to run an organization that's coming, you know, essentially from a place of wanting to to serve your own child, right? Like, it's one thing to kind of know what's best for your kid and to say, like, well, I want to set this up for them because I want what's best for them, and another thing entirely, create an organization around it. I mean, what's that journey been like trying to set up a nonprofit? I mean, 15 years later
3: yeah as as being a CPA I kind of knew how to set it up but as far as what it would entail and how it would impact people we call it the ripple effect I mean the parents needed somebody to understand where they were. kind of like you 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 had a breakup you you wanted other people to understand where you were when you have a special needs child your friends kind of just dissipate not that they're they're afraid they don't want to say the wrong things they're thinking god their their children are not disabled and it of course You know when you see Something bad happen You're like thank God It's not me But so it made us Every time we had it Figured out It would just grow even more We'd bring more And more people in Teachers that wanted to help Parents that wanted to help And, it, and nurses that wanted to help And so the, God sent the help Every time I was like the, the, Through opening the factory I'm like okay well I guess this is going to fail I would, I'm not kidding you The next day it would just dissipate And I'm like okay God I'm, We're going to do this Until you stop me <laughs> And, and that's how the food truck was. I mean, I got the grant. My friend called, said she's selling her truck, bought the truck, needed to wrap it. Guy walked in, literally a client, walked in my office, and want to donate $5,000. was like... Okay, well that's the wrap. Perfect. I mean, it was it, and we just every time I'm like, I just don't know if this is the right thing. The doors open, so I, I know this is God-driven. It's it's insane, but it is. it the, the way he, he he uh using meat pies, it's just crazy story. God does work in mysterious ways. Uh-oh. Sometimes they're
1: tasty. <laughs> um, it, Candace, I love um, it. I love it. <laughs> Candace, I mean, like you know you're, you're kind of growing you know this community that we talked about earlier, and and you know there's this sense of recognizing yourself and other people and vice versa. I mean, I think that can be very powerful in any type of media, right? I mean, at some extent you're you're trying to create a sense of mirror, like we're very much the same. But I gotta notice, right? You talked about you have a kid now and you're wearing an engagement ring, it looked
2: like maybe I have two kids now and I have a husband and, <laughs> and well, my husband and I have been married for almost six years. Okay, and congratulations. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: So so I mean do you find that it's been, you know, as you've look, I mean, if this was sorta of, to some extent born out of your own experience i mean has it made it difficult at all or does it change your own sort of connection with you know what's brought that community together
2: um well the thing about it is like with my story i didn't start uh, really with this until like after everything was over and i got married and everything like that and sure. it was like it's Some things that God, I feel like he really just put it on my heart to do, but it's like, it makes me have to, of course, go back to that time. And so it it allows me to like sympathize with with the person um, more, but it also, what so much that I want to tell them and that I have to remember is that they're not there, but I want them to know there is hope. There is hope. Like you, God can bring that person. I know you're feeling like I know when I was 30 and I was like, oh my God, 30 and I'm still not married and I, you know, all this stuff and, you know, like God can turn it around so quickly. Uh, but there's hope and that's what i want them to know and so you know not that i want to be like oh look at me but i do want you to see my life and know that i was once where you were and now you know i have the things that i desired back then sure Uh, yeah
3: she's a success story
2: (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah
1: absolutely and look and of course you have a background in psychology i had no doubt that you would be able to connect with people but i mean to some extent it's sort of like you could see people growing on right from your community how do you how do you stay connected? I mean, I I know you've sort of defined this to some extent, or, you know, you're obviously a a woman of faith that you're trying to reach out to Christian women. Have you found that you've reached people that aren't, you know, totally Christian, maybe not, uh, maybe they
2: are Christian, but they're not that devout. I mean, is it, you know, restricted in that way? Um, I think that I am finding people, especially people who maybe, um, you know, once had a relationship with God, but walked away or whatever the case was, because I did have like somebody to say, you know, like I haven't prayed in six years, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but I found your podcast and it just felt like God was telling me, like, I need to get back into my faith and things like that. So I am finding that, you know, I have not actually like connected with someone yet who was just totally, you know, not a Christian, Um, but I'm sure they're out there. And I do, you know, put that out in my podcast. Like, you know, if you're not a Christian, hey, keep listening, you know, like this is not, um... Even though everything is tailored in that way, I think you will still find benefit and you will still find help and tips if you're not a Christian. And perhaps maybe you know, we'll
1: just sure
2: hug you and love you right on in, you know? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the call to evangelization. I get it. I mean, Danielle, I mean, you talked a little bit in our conversation now. It sounds like you're a woman of faith yourself. I mean, Absolutely. Is, is Dreams Foundation primarily a faith-based organization?
3: I would say yes. I think we meet people where they are. And um, at a camp, we have praise and worship for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and I've never had one kid, especially kid, because they are so pure. Mm-hmm. They will they grab onto it, and that roof's about to lift off the ceiling because they're singing and praising so loud. Yeah. But it, I've seen parents come in and relook at their lives and become more Christian because of it. So I don't think that it it's not like if you're not a Christian you can't come. Sure, yeah. But I think a lot of people see that we're Christian is is good i mean that sure. that's that's the definition of being a christian is trying to be a good person yeah so
1: was it was it foundational for you like i mean going back to when you started or something that you grew into
3: well uh cyt always did praise and worship at the beginning which it's a mm-hmm. christian youth theater so obviously yeah. did it so i talked to the director and i said how you do it he said we've never had anybody walk out and we do have some people that aren't really christian mm-hmm. so if you do it see what happens and if they embrace it let it fly and boy it that is the first 15 minutes of camp every summer nobody wants to miss that it yeah. is the most uplifting thing we had uh, some older ladies come in and they were bawling by the end because yeah. of the beauty of it
1: yeah so candace i mean it feels like when people go through anything uh, traumatic it could be a breakup or whatever it can also cause say like a crisis of faith right yes. i mean have you found that that's a piece of the conversation that you need to have with folks in your community? I mean, folks that may have been devout Christians, you know, and then have a moment like this, and it makes them sort of question, right, the God's plan, right? I mm-hmm. mean, is that common?
2: Yes, I would say it is, absolutely. Um, I definitely had a young lady that I uh, spoke with who was very, like, she's angry with God that this happened to her and you know, that the, her relationship failed and she thought he was the one and all those things. And so I, it's very much something. And I, I will say like thus far, I. I've touched on it, but I haven't gone into detail, but I do plan on that. But in the book, definitely I touch on that a lot about what to do when you're angry with God, when the plan didn't work out the way you thought it was, or maybe you thought God said he was the one, but the relationship still failed. Like all of those things are actual devotions in the book that I walk through because it's common and I think it's fair to say that it's a human thing. And I think god's okay with us questioning the plan you know um that one thing mm-hmm. is that he doesn't want us to turn away from him but i think it's okay to say god what happened here yeah. god i'm angry that this happened to me like i can't believe i'm here you yeah. know
1: sure i mean uh, i guess what's the old saying right there but for the grace of god go i i guess the counterpoint to that is like you want to make god laugh you make a plan, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. My, my
3: husband actually uh, was mad at God for a long time when when my son was born because he has that He was having the big football player, right? And I mean, his dreams were dashed in two point five seconds, and uh, he was very angry for a long time. But um, to me, God's your friend, and you get angry at friends, so yeah. <laughs> you know you work it through it. And yeah. he did. He's he's a devout Catholic again. Yeah. Well, look.
1: Um, Purpose is a valuable thing, right? Whether you're finding it in business, you're finding it in serving other people, you're finding it in faith. I mean, to have purpose m- makes life worth living. And um, I don't know. Thank you guys so much for joining me today and after lunch at Katie Anna.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: My guests today have been podcaster and author Candace Batiste and Daniel Watkins, founder of Dreams Foundation of Acadiana. We edited this conversation to fit into our time slot here on KRVS. And you can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Candace's podcast and Danielle's meat pies by listening to the Out to Lunch Acadiana podcast. You can find and subscribe on your podcast app and on our website, itsacadiana.com. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsacadiana.com and in our Out to Lunch Acadiana social media. These photos were taken by Aster Morgan, and you can find more of Aster's photos at astermorgan.com. Out to Lunch Acadiana is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Molly Richard. Our researcher is Leah Erdialis. And today's show was engineered by Dylan Babineau. I'm Christian Mater, editor of The Current Lafayette's nonprofit news outlet. And for more stories deeper than the headlines, head over to TheCurrentLA.com. Join me next time for more business and
0: conversation on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Bye-bye. Out to Lunch Acadiana is recorded live over lunch at Tula Tacos and Amigos. Tula Tacos and Amigos offers street-style tacos, margaritas, and an open-air courtyard on Jefferson Street in the heart of downtown Lafayette. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforman.com.